I think the process of invention and discovery always starts with something that you must get out there and get a reaction to before you could evaluate whether or not it's going to work. Hey, friends, it's Steve. Want to know how a $5 book lands a $5,000 client? I've recorded a 15-minute video showing you our magnetic author method. It's up now at magneticauthor.co slash video. Welcome to the Unstoppable CEO Podcast. I'm your host, Steve Gordon, and uh, we've got a fantastic repeat guest today. I'm talking with my friend Mitch Russo, who started a software company in his garage, sold it for eight figures, and then went on to work directly with Tony Robbins and Chet Holmes. They built a just enormous $25 million a year business together. He's been nominated twice for the Inc. Magazine Entrepreneur of the Year. Um, Mitch is just fantastic. He is he is the guy that I go to when I want to find out how to scale rapidly. Um, and he's helped, uh, he's helped some of my clients in the past. And so uh, if you don't know Mitch, you need to go check out his books. He's got two books, The Invisible Organization and his second book, Power Tribes. And uh, today we're going to be talking about his latest project, which is a software project. He's getting back in the software business and he's built a really great tool for uh, coaches to really solve the whole coach practice management uh, process. And uh, that is called Client Folio. So I'm really excited to be uh, back here talking to Mitch Russo. Mitch, welcome. Thanks so much, Steve. It's great seeing you and talking to you again. And uh, it's, it seems like every time, and there's about a year or two between when we chat, but every time we talk, we both got cool new stuff going on. That's right. We're, we're making progress. We are, always. And uh, you are based in sunny South Florida and uh, right on the beach, which I love. That's awesome. So give us a little bit of an update. You know, we touched on some of the accolades in the bio, but kind of give everybody mm -hmm. a little bit of background if they don't know who you are. Sure. So, so just to go, I'll, I'll elaborate a little bit on some of the things you mentioned. Uh, the software company I created back when I was in my 20s was something I did because uh, I really felt passionate about A, being in my own business and B, participating in this new world of software. I mean, PC software, the IBM PC just came out. They'll tell you really how old I am. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, and at that point, um, you know, what I saw was I saw a sea of opportunity. I saw nothing but blue ocean to follow the analogy. And, and I think what ended up happening was that you know, what I didn't do is I didn't say, okay, I got to do something because this is here. I kind of waited for the right opportunity to come along. And that opportunity was to discover something that didn't exist before and then search for the solution to make sure I was right that it had not existed and then create the solution and offer it to the marketplace. And that, frankly, that's been my formula for creating almost that I have created over the years, including my books and my other software products and, and even my consulting practice and coaching business around power tribes and, and building certification. Yeah, it's, uh, for me, it's been um, fun to kind of trace the journey. Um, and you and I have talked about this before, but uh, we were actually a customer in my first business of your software company. We didn't know each other at right. the time, but uh, so we, we actually kind of have a long history. So what 
made you decide to want to jump back into the software game and, and build another company? So, Steve, I had no intention of doing this. I promise. <laughs> what happened was that over the years, I have built what I would call a very nice personal coaching business. And, you know, I had turned down some clients because I didn't really want to go and hire coaches and do all that before. I've run teams of coaches for Tony and for Tony Robbins and, and business breakthroughs and all that, but I didn't want to, I don't want to go back there. I feel like at this time in my life, I'm looking for that, that mythical balance of enjoying my life and still earning, you know, great money doing the things I love. So I'm running my business. I have a solid, and for me, all I need is five clients. If I could work with five clients, I am thrilled, happy, and content. So I'm working with my clients. But what I'm running into is I'm running into this issue where every between every session, I'm needing about a half an hour to admin each session. So what does that mean? Now, this may not be for everybody, but for me, I had a Evernote window open to take notes. I had a spreadsheet open where I tracked goals on tabs of every client in every week. So every client had their own spreadsheet tabs for each week for their goals. Then I had a word processing document open for accountability questions and then shifting between those. And then every time before the session, I had to go search and make sure I had the right accountability questions queued for the next session. And then finally, after the session was over, over these two huge monitors that occupied the entire top of my desk here, I had to go and collect all this information and drop it into an email, send that to the client, say, hey, great session today. This is this is the notes from our session. Here is the mind map that we worked on today. It's attached. Here are your homework items. Please let me know if you have any questions. Thanks, Mitch. Well, half an hour. So now I'm thinking to myself, you know, be a big boy. Go, go get yourself some coaching software. So I said, you know what? There's lots and lots of people who have put software for coaches in the past. And so I was certain that I would find something rapidly because uh, really, and I might say that money was no object. I'm making enough money now that if it was two, $300 a month, I don't really care. I mean, people pay that for Infusionsoft or ClickFunnels. Why wouldn't I pay that? It's a tool. I need it. It's not a problem. But the more I looked, the more I realized that there really was nothing that I felt was easy to use, easy to learn, like 12 minutes to learn. And on top of that, unlimited in scope. So I did find products that did as a subset of what they did, what I wanted, but I had to wade through all the other features and all the other noise that was, you know, and had, then I had to study videos to learn the thing. And it's like, you know, I, I'm, I'm too young for this. I don't really, you know, I don't have time <laughs> too busy. You know, I don't, I don't have time to wade through all this. And then finally what I ended up, I did finally figure I'd like one program enough to try it and use it. And next thing I know, I'm getting these messages from my clients. Can you please stop sending me texts and emails? I said, I'm not sending you anything. Well, I keep getting these like every day, kind of reminders. I said, oh my God. Now I'm on the phone with tech support. How do I turn all this crap off? I don't want this. My clients don't want it. And they say, oh yeah, here it is. Here's the video. Watch. And I go, okay, we're done. Now I said, all I need is something simple. So what I did is I, I wireframed a simple screen. I then wrote out a set of features. I mean, this is as simple as be. 
Uh, and I sent that over to my, my friends in India who I've had a long-term relationship with. And I said, do you think it would take to build this? And of course they said to me, Oh, it was very easy. Three months and you, no problem. And I said, okay, so what you're telling me is it'll take a year. Oh, well, no, not a year, maybe six months. And I said, so I, I'm hearing a year. And they go, well, maybe a little longer than six months. So I go, okay, no problem. Let's get going. And, and I have a personal philosophy because the people that I work with, particularly programmers in other countries, are not being paid a lot. And so I know that the tactic of locking them into some long-term contract when I know the complexity of what I'm trying to do. So I didn't want to do that. I happen to really like this group. So I said, I'll just pay you by the hour. Let's come up with a fair hourly rate because I know they're super fair. And, um, and, I, and I was, we were happy together. So we embarked on building this thing and it did take a year. But here's what I ended up with. I ended up with a one screen system that takes literally to watch the training video is 12 minutes. And that's because I'm long-winded. It could have been 10 minutes, uh, but it's 12 minutes. You watch the training video and you start using the product right away. But the best part is besides the fact that it saves me all this cognitive time. Now, here's what I mean. Between sessions means it's during the day. Between sessions means that I'm at my peak cognitive ability between about 11, p 11 a.m. and about 5 or 6 p.m., and that's when I'm doing admin? Nah, that, that doesn't work. Now it takes five minutes instead of 30. Now I can get everything into this format, which is a beautiful presentation of the entire session. And that presentation looks like it was, it was published in a magazine, meaning you have your logo on the top. The fonts are perfect. It has numbers. It has bullet points. It has, it has whatever you like you can put into your homework message. And of course, it also has any files that you have attached. It has your Zoom link or links. It has all of your assignments. It has your calendar in the following week. I mean, when I started using it, I, I just couldn't be happier. It finally made my life easy. And then I started out of, you know, sort of, you know, pride, you know, author's pride, really. I started showing it around. I offered it to our little JVMM group and I got a half a dozen or so people to take me up on it. And, and now they're sending me testimonials. It's great. I've never had anything this easy to use and does everything I know more. And I thought, oh, maybe, hey, maybe I'm onto something here. You know, I've created it for me. I offered it to some people. They love it. So uh, I called up a buddy of mine who does all this Facebook stuff. He's a kind of a Facebook genius guy. And I said, look, I, I don't really want to spend 2000 a month on paying you to do this. But I'd appreciate if you could do me a favor and just see what works on Facebook. You know, oh, sure, Mitch. You know, so we started running these ads for like five dollars a day, ten dollars a day, and sure enough, uh, I'm getting all these people, you know, downloading the 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 free giveaway, watching the video, signing up, becoming subscribers, and now I'm getting invited onto shows like yours, Steve, and I'm sharing this the message. With other coaches, look, there's a, there is a easier way. There's a simpler, easier, less expensive way. So as I said earlier, I was willing to pay almost anything it would cost to get great software. Well, I decided to price my software. It was, it's very expensive, Steve. It's 20 bucks a month. So <laughs> if, if you have almost one client, you can afford it. 
And on top of that, there are no limitations. So I've tried software that was inexpensive, but if you added a second or third client, the price quadruples or something. So I don't want none of that nonsense. I said, look, it's 20 bucks a month, add as many clients as you want. So I started this process of just doing this with coaches and I get this woman who calls me up and she goes, well, how do I add another coach? I said, hmm, I didn't think of that. I'm a solo practitioner. You should be able to have a coach. So I go back to my team. I said, I want to develop an entire coach company system. And I, again, did the same process, mapped it out. But now we had the foundation. Only took three weeks. So now what we ended up with is we have a multi-coach system where you could add as many coaches as you want for, guess, how much? 20 bucks. <laughs> so... Uh, and then on top of that, we decided to build coach productivity reporting in so that you as the owner of the company can not only see all the hours each of your coaches coached, but you can even look at the homework that they sent to their clients. So you could sort of check in, look over their shoulder, make sure they're doing, the, the, doing it the right way. So the story of how this all came about, it was almost the opposite of, of what some you know, highfalutin venture capitalist would have you do with a business plan and, and all kinds of market research. I just did it. And um, frankly, sometimes the easy way works the best. Well, I, I almost think that, that that's always the best approach because I mean, unless you're trying to solve some, you know, just ungodly complex problem, you know, but for most of us, little tools like this, can have a profound impact, you know, and whether it's this for coaches or, I mean, there are plenty of tools out there, but I would love for you to talk a minute about this mindset of saying, okay, well, I have this thing that is really annoying me and I'm going to go, I haven't been able to find my own solution. I'm just going to go create it. Talk a little bit about that. I mean, I think it's easy for somebody to listen and go, oh, well, Mitch has built a software company. You know, he can do this in his sleep, but I don't know that that's necessarily the case. It's, it's a good observation, Steve. And you're right. You see, um, you, you may remember uh, about three or four years ago, I launched another software product called Results Breakthrough. Uh, and I did it because I couldn't find a way to keep accountable on all the courses that I had purchased and never done. So I figured, well, best thing I could do is get an accountability partner to help me with my courses well, I couldn't find an accountability partner. So what I decided to do is poke around and see if there's anybody out there who had taken the same course as I did and wanted to help me and I'll help them. We keep accountable. Long story short, this seemed like a brilliant solution because nobody who sells courses was ever really getting anywhere near even five or 6% completion on the courses they were selling. So just like I did, I built it, I used it, it worked great for me, but what I found is that people love the idea of accountability, but don't want to do it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, okay. So then I said, well, okay, if people don't want to buy it, maybe the people who sell courses would like to buy it and, and distribute it to their user base so that they can get more of their users to complete the courses they sold them. And they did, and they bought it. And I, and I generated... I don't know, a low, low five figures uh, doing that for a little while. But the feedback came back, Mitch, age you for the product. We love it. It works great, but we can't get anybody to use it. So I said, okay, good. 
What have I learned? Now, by the way, at that point, I was ready to just bury it and move on. But then something interesting happened. And this goes back to one of my, my basic rules, which is you can't play the game unless you're in the game. So here's what I mean by that. So now I'm getting comments from these coaches, these people who build coaching uh, training programs and such. And they said, Mitch, uh, we like what you did, but instead of having it be one-to-one, can it be one-to-many? And I said, what do you mean? He goes, well, we don't want our clients to keep each other accountable, but we want our coaches to keep our clients accountable. And I said, yeah, that's probably a good idea. And I, I, I just forgot about it. I just didn't, I didn't give it much weight because I'd been a little exhausted from having gone through this process for over a year with results breakthrough. Another one and another one and another one, identical requests. Mitch, can we use this to keep our clients accountable? And I said, well, sort of, it's not exactly designed for that. And then now fast forward to about a year and a half ago, I'm thinking to myself, this is the perfect opportunity to take that and build it directly into my new coach performance platform, which I did. So now not only can you create incredible sessions, but you have a whole library of accountability questions that you can write or use the ones that I give you or create modules that you want your clients to study. Now we are not going to be the LMS that sends this, the course materials to your clients, but when you get on your weekly with your clients, you, you now have all your accountability questions directly inside of the client folio software. Now, the advantage of that, of course, is that not only are you using this on a single screen and it keeps track of everything as well, but it goes in their homework and it goes in all their client history. Now, I, I forgot to mention, I, I'm sure you're the same way before you get online with another coach, like if you're about to start a session, you're going to go back and review all the stuff that you did with them the last time you were in session. And for me, that would mean looking for the email I sent them or opening up all these other programs to search for the things that I had written down at the time. Well, now inside a client folio, it's one click. All your past sessions are right in a list. You just click on that one session. You see the entire client report of everything you did with them the following week. So now it takes 90 seconds for me to go into client folio, click on the past session link, see what I did last week. I'm up to date, ready to go. That's why uh, to answer your question, it, it, it yes, it seems like I'm I may be good at this in a sense, but what you didn't know when we first started talking is the failure. The fact that sometimes this process just doesn't work. You have to keep trying. And that's why when we talk about failure, I, I always say this to myself first and to my clients is that you never truly fail until you quit. And so I realized that yes, when results breakthrough did not work, people wouldn't buy it, people wouldn't use it, that it was a failure when I pivoted into using it as part of client folio. Now it's a success. So for me, it's an evolution. Everything starts out, it's sort of like the FedEx story, which I know you know. You know, he started out with an idea of putting all this heavy equipment on planes to process checks which is why he called it Federal Express. But his thesis teacher said, uh, excuse me, Fred, uh, you realize how much those, that equipment weighs? 
it will never go on a plane. Plane will never be able to take off. But see, the germ of the idea was the hubs. Well, the germ of the idea became the business down the road. So again, I think the process of invention and discovery always starts with something that you must get out there and get a reaction to before you could evaluate whether or not it's going to work. Yeah, and I love that. And you know, so many of us think about invention and discovery and innovation in terms of, you know, we're breaking new technological ground, but some of the most impactful things are the the workflow innovations, which is what you've created. That's really what yeah. FedEx is. It's a workflow innovation. Good right? point. Yep. And, you know, and, and I know over my career, we, we actually developed a little bit of software in my first business to do that exact sort of thing. And when you're able to do that, you can really move the needle in terms of profitability, ease of being able to deliver your service, scalability, all of those sorts of things. And I, I'm hearing all of that and what you're describing here. You took this, this kind of frustration, this challenge that you had, and now you've got something that actually can improve the workflow of everybody who's doing the work that, that you know, you're doing, all of the coaches that are listening. I would imagine it works for coaches and consultants. Really, anybody that's in kind of the advice giving and accountability business, this would be a benefit to it, help them in the way that they deliver that service. Yes, absolutely. So one of the secrets of my time slip success, which is goes back many years, was that I realized from the very beginning that I was never really my ideal client. My ideal client was a lawyer. I was not a lawyer. In fact, I never even liked lawyers. But the bottom line was that they were buying the Time Slips brand. They were buying some software. So when they said to me, Mitch, you know, hey, you, you, you can't just have one billing rate. We have like at least six billing rates. So I said, I didn't say, well, why? I didn't say, well, what do you mean? Why not five? I said, okay. And I just made six billing rates. When people said, look, we want our invoices formatted like this. I said, okay, we'll have that as one of our invoice formats. So for me, it's also being able to hear that input and incorporate that into the product. Same is true with even with client folio right now, someone said to me, well, look, Mitch, right now it's great. I could send a zoom link, but I want to send more than one. How do I do that? I said, okay, give me three days and I'll solve the problem for you. Three days later, we added a button that says you can add as many zoom links as you want now. So everything comes in, in innovation, it comes from applying it and pushing it to the limits. And that's where you need to know to go next. And that's what we've done with, that's what I did with time slips. That's what I did with results breakthrough. And now that's what I'm doing with client folio. So talk a little bit about uh, some of the feedback, the stories that you're, you're hearing from some of the professionals who are putting this to work. Well, the, some of the stories are awesome. Um, you know, some of them are funny. Uh, so I got, a, I have a list here of testimonials. I could read them if you like. Um, but the, some of the interesting stories come from situational usage. So I had a, a particular woman who is coaching a group of other women. And she said to me, one of the things I love about your software is how easy it is to use, but what's a real pain in the ass is I have to send it to myself so I can distribute it to all the people in the group. And I thought about that. I said, well, I, I don't see why you shouldn't be able to send it to everybody in the group. And I got on with my team. And of course, you know, they're, they're in India. So I'm on at 
five fifteen in the morning, you know, uh, sometimes with a cup of coffee if I'm lucky, and I'm, <laughs> you know, and I'm doing my best to communicate with them. I said, look, people need to send the homework to multiple receivers. People who need to get a copy of it. Who the whole team, and in a matter of literally three days, we had a fully functioning multi recipient homework system working. So, I mean, the evolution of this thing, as I said earlier, it comes from usage by the people who are using it. It's the best story of all. I think the funniest story of all is a, uh, a man sends me an angry, almost nasty email. And he says, you know, uh, this thing doesn't, I, I don't understand why I, I have to have all this crap on the, in, on the, um, on the homework report. I don't really want all these accountability questions on there. I don't even use them. And I, and I wrote him back. I said, Oh, I completely agree with you, sir. If you look at the bottom of the screen, there's a check that says include or don't include your accountability questions. <laughs> so, so, now, normally I would have just, I did, I sent that to him in a very nice way. I didn't, I didn't, you know, I, I sent that to him. And then about three days later, he sends me an apology message. He says, oh, I'm so sorry. I was having such a bad day. I actually love your software. And I didn't even notice that until you pointed it out. That is so cool. And since then, you know, he said to me, look, I have some other suggestions. Do you mind if I share them with you? So now he's like one of my, um, my impromptu uh, beta testers, if you will, for new features. So we just added a feature which doesn't exist that I know of. I'll say that. I always have to put that in there. In any other coaching platform I've ever seen, when you send homework through any other platform, the homework arrives, the client receives it. And what happens if the client has a question about that homework? What do they do? They have to send you an email. Well, I, I don't know about you, Steve, you probably get about two to 300 emails a day. And I know I do. So all the wonderful, powerful, important client emails are stuck in a long list of garbage. And I've missed a few over the years. I can't, I hate to say it, but I, sometimes I just miss them. So what I did is we added a button right inside the homework that says comments. And now when you send homework, and the client gets the homework and has a question, they click the comments button and a window pops up. They ask their question and it shows up right on your desktop, right on the client folio session screen. And for safety purposes, they also get an email as well. Well, this has changed the lives of, of right now. I won't say millions of people, but certainly a dozen, dozens of people. I have a very, right now, as you know, it's the beginning of, of my exploration with this. So I have about, I have under a hundred people using it actively right now, but I'm getting these emails, Mitch, this is awesome. I love this. Now I don't lose my emails. Now I have two-way communication. My clients feel more taken care of now because they can just literally click on the comments button inside the email. That is awesome. So those are the sort of things that we continue to evolve as the product starts to mature now. And that's simply a lot of fun. That's awesome. That's awesome. Well, Mitch, where can folks go if they want to find out more about the platform? Um, where's the best place for them to go and check it out? Well, uh, go to clientfol.io, clientfolio. See, I was being clever there, Steve, with the IO thing, you know, clientfol.io. And there you will see uh, my story, basically, and why I did it and what it does and 
and the outrageous I'm asking, which, uh, you know, hopefully won't set you back too badly at 1997 a month. And, um, and by the way, uh, if you decide that you like it, you could subscribe for a year and get two months free. So save even a little bit extra money too. That's fantastic. Um, and uh, knowing you, there are always going to be these new innovations and new updates that are going to be making life a little bit easier with it. Um, this has been fascinating for me. I, you know, I think there are two types of people listening today. So we've got coaches who are probably already going over to the website to go sign up because 20 bucks a month is ridiculous. I mean, honestly, we, we should have a conversation about this, about raising your prices. But but assuming that you, you don't listen to my advice on that, um, why wouldn't, if you're in that business, why wouldn't you have this? But the the other kind of listener maybe isn't a coach and isn't in that business, but the I love the thinking that went into this to sort of scratch your own itch, solve your own problem, and then do it in a way that um, other people can benefit from it. So um, so I think there's lots lots to learn from our conversation today, and I'm really grateful that you invested a little bit of time with me to do it. My pleasure, Steve. Just a comment about the pricing. You know, the, the whole idea is that when you price some, just as a sort of a overview of the thinking behind that, when you're new in a market and you want to gain some level of acceptance rapidly and you don't have a huge marketing budget or don't want to spend the money that you already have accumulated on marketing, then the way to get attention in a marketplace is with a low price. Now, there is no reason that I can't raise the price later or I can't come out with a level two or a level three product. But my honest thinking is that I don't think I will. I kind of like the price point where it is because I like the idea of supporting people as grow their business. Now, I also have a couple of people evaluating the software right now that have over 50 coaches. So now that little $20 a month starts to become more than $20 a month multiplied by 50. So to me, I think the bigger play, if you will, is to help organizations resolve the issue that they've always had uh, dealing with administration of coaching sessions for the coaches on their team. I've even had a quick inquiry from a corporation that has 2,000 coaches throughout the world that they're looking to consolidate all of this information into one platform. I don't know if it will be a fit, but I'm sure hoping it will. Well, that's fantastic. Well, you know, and and it, I think this kind of concept has uh, application in lots of different areas. I think of what we do as we're creating books for clients. Uh, there's homework involved. There are conversations that we have. There, you know, there's accountability that plays into it. So it all really kind of fits. And there are a lot of businesses that that can likely use it that are maybe kind of just outside. Your, your small circle right now. And I know you're really focused, but a lot of us run into these same processes and challenges. So uh, great Makes stuff. Th yeah. Th thanks so much for being here. Uh, great to see you again and glad to have you back on the podcast. It's been too long. Yeah. Thanks, Steve. Thanks for listening to the Unstoppable CEO Podcast. Help others discover this show. Leave a review and rating on iTunes at unstoppableceo.net forward slash iTunes.